Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is the Andor After Party, and again, fresh off of Andor, it's time to fucking rage. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. If you're here, presumably, you checked out Andor After After Party number one. Just last episode, published it about the same fucking time, so that's... uh, if you're here for the first time, that's on you. Go check that shit out and then come here, because I'm not explaining this shit again. Uh, tis I, Colton Robertson. I'm super excited to get this shit going. Uh, and or after party. Did I already introduce you? Yeah, you did. I did? I'm here. I don't know, man. And I've little, been introduced. I've been, I'm a little... <laughs> Well, stoned. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, it's Andor Day. What am I? What? What? Who, who am I to not? Oh, you know, if I. I just don't have any on me. If I did, it would be definitely being consumed right now or before while I watch the episodes. I yeah. just don't currently have any on me. But yeah, so uh, I've, I've I've watched this episode and I've really really enjoyed it. I can't help but wonder why episode one and episode two aren't one episode. Frankly, that's kind of a, that's kind of where I'm left right now. Um, I don't know if, if they just needed to hit, like, they wanted, let's see, 12 episodes. So, mm. like, I don't know. Like, it could have, this presume like, this really did seem, if you watch episode one to two back to back, I feel like it would just be, like, whenever I, I said, like, it didn't feel like one complete story, blah, 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 like, earlier this on, would've. like, completely. Yeah, like, this cleared everything up and, like, put everything in, like, you have and or, or Cassie inside and then you have the guard like the the bad guy side the empire like coming right, to get him right. like at the very end it was all like oh no it all wrapped itself together very nicely I thought so uh, too and I I can't like it would have been like barely maybe an hour maybe barely over an hour yeah it would have felt like and for a premiere like if, if the not? premiere is longer than the other episodes then like yeah and if you're releasing three of them at the beginning anyways that's my thing. I'm kind of like, what the fuck happened here? Like, uh, I mean, I'm okay with it because obviously they did release them all at the same time. They were probably meant to be consumed one after the other. Uh, but however, I don't think that's, I think that's just a problem with the release structure. You know, I think they really could have gone ahead and made this an 11 episode series and mm. maintained the structure they've got. But, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it was a damn good one. It was a damn good one. Wrapped up the threads from the first episode in a compelling way while still launching the story in a fun direction. A really intense mm. direction that I'm excited to get to. But uh, are you ready for another scene-by-scene scene of episode two here? Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So the second episode begins basically right where the first ended. Picks picks right up in both, uh, both storylines, past and present. Uh, because we're seeing... Uh, Young Casa 
Little, little Cassian set out with his Canari peers to uh, locate where this this shuttle came crashing down. And uh, along the way, they pass a massive abandoned mining site, which what a uh, shot, dude, gorgeous. Might be, if if gorgeous, we, like if we were doing favorite shots, this is. I mean, it was the only time where I'm like, whoa, like it literally. I was like, they didn't need to do that, but they did. Mm-mm. Like they just pulled the camera back. It was just Cassian by himself, just standing there, and bam huge it like oh epic. it was beautiful it, it was, was beautiful. epic and like it was i was like melancholic as fuck because it's gray as hell the land's been ravaged so the empire's been here Ben, it seems like they have they're gone they've gone they've yeah. left um which uh i mean i don't know this might answer why there are no adults yeah an extended period of time exposed to the mining elements led to them dying young. Um, Eesh. Yeah, that's... Eesh indeed. I think that's yeah. gotta be... I think it's gotta be it. We were questioning at the, in the first episode, why is there no adults? And I think it's just, like, later on in the episode, whenever Zan, I think is his name, is like, oh, it says here it's it's toxic. Like, you can't, mm-hmm. can't go there. Imperial prohi- prohibited. Uh, well, the natives stayed there. And they got, they got killed off of the older they got. Um, super fucking sad. Super fucking sad. Um, and just, ah, fuck the Empire, dude. Fuck the Empire. Like, this, it makes sense. Like, I never really think about how much material the Empire needs to build, like, the things they do. Like, one starship, that's a big, that's huge. You know, they need to excavate an entire planet, like, pretty much to do that. And, like, Mm. I don't like them doing it, you know? But, like, this puts it at, like, very, very surface level. Like, yes, the Empire is doing this everywhere. Like, this is happening everywhere. It's massive scale. And, uh, yeah, so Canari's been mined for resources, and then they they go ahead and keep going on their way. But before we can get any more there, we flash back to Ferex. And this is where uh, it's the end of the day. We got the dude. This is my favorite glup shitto of all time. This fucking guy. This fucking guy with the hammers ringing the bell. Um, like, he takes such pride in what yeah. he does. You can tell it's like ritualistic. The shit he's doing. Yeah, the, I the fucking love in the same it. Same place every time. He picks him up. He gets ready. He does he the stretch them straight out. I mean, like, he even gives like little grunts in there. Like, and I don't then he know. like strikes a pose right before he hits the yeah. hits the first one, where like the first the one on his left arm's across the front of his body, lifts <laughs> one above his head, and then doom, doom. and uh, mean, the reverse at the beginning of the day versus the end of the day. So like, there's a little bit of a like, it's hard. It's a this man's cold with it. It's my favorite glove shit of all time. But uh, uh, what a thing to put in there, you know? Like, why? Why? I guess you know, like I'm. I'm not like mad that it's in. Like I, I thought it was cool. If anything, but like, is there? It's, it's just, just world just building. To, is it just to be like, you know, one work day to the next work day to the next work? Day, you know, like sort of thing is is the only thing I'm kind of getting out of it. But like this dude just takes pride in what he does. You know, I mean, if this it's, is his it, whole almost job, seems like this this whole thing is like just this whole planet's just working. Mm. Like that's that's this marks the beginning of the day. This marks the end of the day. Everybody go the fuck home. We're we're done here. Mm. Um, but I, I love the bell ringer. That dude was dope. And uh, 
we see Cassian sneaking his way through the back streets of the town while the rest of the cast of characters clocks out of work, closes up shop, puts their gloves back up on the wall. Uh, no Brasso this this episode, but uh, just one little shot here with him putting the gloves on the wall. Happy to see it. Love to see my man's Brasso. Um, but we head over to Bix, mm. returning from her errands, uh, but not without her, her fuckboy boyfriend, Tim, being like, uh, so uh, what was going on? Oh, just some errands. And she's like, okay, all right, fucko. Yeah, all right. And she, she'd opened her computer to find a message there, and he has to go snooping in her shit. Um, once again, just, just stands to, I don't know, basically every piece of entertainment of all time where a woman is way out of a man's league, and for some reason, they're in the same, they're, they're in a relationship together, and I just can't fathom why. <laughs> it almost feels like Bix was like, ah, you're around. Yeah. I have needs. Well, I guess yeah. That's what that's what even Cassian said. He's like, it looks like it's turned from work into something more. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe that's just how everyone marries on this planet. Is like, I only work and then go to bed. So like, the only people I see are the people I work with. Might as well, you know, like might as well fall in love with one of them, or I don't know, kind of like I don't even really trust this guy. I'm not going to tell him what I've got going on. Um, yeah, Bubba Bix. I love Bubba Bix. We got a lot uh, of narcs. Bunch of narcs, movie. man. Tim, I mean, Tim's a fuckboy. T- like, Tim's like the uh, the dude in The Boys who just, like, rides Homelander's dick in season three. That's the vibe I get from Tim. Uh, huh. He's like, I don't know. It kind of feels like that he's not. Super, I don't think he's a like, sympathizer. For the no. Empire, really? I think he's just against Cassian. Yeah. I just don't think he, he doesn't be- like Cassian. He's yeah, like, he's like, I think Cassian's got a shot with my Bix. So, exactly. uh, yeah. He's trying and, to get his dick in my Bix. You know, throw, well, no, I don't want, I don't want to jump. <laughs> I do that too much. Um, Fuck I Tim. guess a little detail for Tim here was just a cool little visual thing, like having the message kind of, uh, come oh, out. Yes. Like, uh, like it, it was in Star Wars text on the screen, but then, like, as he, it was like a video game, kind of like make a decision. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It was just, it was kind of. Yeah. I love that shit. And then it like highlights the important shit. It's like, um, Canarian mail. Yeah. Please contact Tell us as soon as possible. Security HQ without delay. Yeah, the... Without delay. Wow. What a name. But Pre-ox- yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, Bix, let's go out tonight. Fuck it. Once a week. Let's make that the beginning of the week. Let's go, baby. And she's like, nah, tomorrow. Uh, and he's like, ah, man. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and look through your phone. Um, Like, come on, bro. Come bruh. on, bro. And uh, I guess, would he have seen this message probably? Like, because. Anyway. Like, yeah, because, like, apparently, like, everyone's been seeing it, right? So, I, like. I get that impression. It was sent to everyone here. Yeah. But, I mean. The fact that he just is so suspicious of her no matter what and like just went to check in like right away. Like right, all right, right. You, you go you go you go to the back, I'll, I'll clean up here. You know, it was basically his way to just be like, All right, get the fuck out so I can look at what's on your computer, you know, like Yeah, so. you mind you mind closing up for me? Yeah, like shit fucking A. But uh yeah, she goes ahead and makes it on makes her way on out of there. Um but uh unaware that he is a 
wanted man at this point. Cassian's heading on home to see his uh see his mama, Mama Marva Andor. This is my new uh this is my new fave. This mm-hmm. this episode, Marva Andor, that's the winner. Yeah, uh, there's it, no doubt. Insta lock here. Um cool introduction. I didn't even know he had like a mom. Well, I mean obviously he had a mom, but like I didn't know like, in the show that like she would even be a character. She would be his mom. Um, yeah. Well what I like is that like she's like I, I hadn't even considered that he goes by a full name. Yeah. Cassian Andor. And if his name when he was on his planet back in Canari was Cassa, he's probably he's pro- his last name's probably not actually Andor. He's probably adopted into the Andor family, which is really cool. Um Oh. Oh wait. Is this not a biological mother? Or is I seriously this a doubt it. Oh. I seriously doubt it. I guess uh, I wasn't because, thinking because of that. Canari. Well, she picked up his little and like was re- like it felt like she was feeling home whenever she was holding it. Oh, okay. Is, that's the only reason I think like she's actually his real mom. Um, I thought it would. I thought it's kind of like a memento from when she might have found him. Ooh. Oh. Oh, that's way better. Yeah, like a found mother. Like. Um, Okay, no, I th- I think that's that makes more sense. Well, and Not there's like, also the fact that all the adults are gone. Like, I just don't I don't think that she she was on Canari at the time uh, of all well, this stuff. She was like, "Who the fuck did you tell about Canari?" She's like, "Who?" Like, I guess it could have just been like, "You need to protect yourself," but like, it could have been like, um, like she was very like, "How? Who knows? How does anyone know?" Right, um, right. And no, I, okay. I guess it, it. I don't know. I'm going adoptive. That's that's where my money's at. I'm going. I'm going. She's adoptive, but uh, adoptive mother. But uh, she's been waiting up for him alongside uh, B, who he's referred to affectionately. B. I got it now. There we go. Yeah, B. I knew. I knew it would be. I don't know. I had a feeling. I don't know why. It just B two wasn't wasn't right. Doesn't feel I right. I don't know why. Uh, uh, B. B. But yeah, B two emo. B is a. Uh, you know, she has he has to tell him uh okay, so Primor Authority is looking for a canary man. And uh through a short little exchange here it is revealed that they've attempted to carefully conceal that fact that he is from Canari. You know, she's like, Every document I've ever given out says you were born on fest. What the fuck, Cassian? Uh they've been careful, but not quite enough and marvo's like he's like well i don't know who the fuck have you told he's like i've shit i don't know i've told people but like never on like documents like ugh. and uh <laughs> and she's so like was oh, it yeah the host of the like brothel that they ended up getting that information from like well it was it was originally well it was originally tim who snitches Gives them the information that he thinks it's Cassian, and then they back up the information that he's from Canari with the host from uh, with That's the maiden right. from the brothel. Gotcha. Um, That's right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it's revealed through uh, revealed here that uh, you know he's he's supposedly from Fest according to every official document there's ever been. Uh, but Marva's told some like he, she's like it's different. That's family that I've told, mm. uh, and he's like that doesn't really matter in this game, ma. Like, yeah. uh, Benny, and, uh Carla, he's like, Oh, how Wanda. about all the 
How about the fucking women you've been with? All your all your ladies. Yeah, straight up calling them out. This dude's a player, I guess. Or like yeah, Cassian fucks. And then I love I love B in the corner, but but Bix. <laughs> so is that like they've had a romantic like relationship before, you think? Or just Bix? Like, no, I think that's no, no, like no, no, a, no. Oh yeah, yeah, Bix and, and Anna. I think that's like that. a it's something that I get the impression they've never acted on, but it's it's hung in the air, you know. Mm-hmm. They they know. They both know. <laughs> they know what's up. But uh, big the it like <laughs> I love I love that he stutters. Like I I don't like what a I weird specifically thing to make it, yeah. love it. I specifically love it when he says Bix because every time he goes bup bup Bix and it's so fucking perfect. Uh, uh and I love yeah, that got... it always two stutters. You know, it's very calculated. It's not like like it is legit a glitch. Like mm-hmm. but Bix, comms, you know, like he he, stu- he stutters <laughs> like that, and I really, really, I really do like that little character quirk for the for the droid <laughs> B, but uh, yeah, so uh, they yeah, were like, it's, it was only a matter of time before you know shit came crashing down for them. They just weren't expecting for it to happen anytime soon. And uh, after this, Cassian goes on to meet up with Bix in a cantina. Bix to uh, discuss what he's uh, done to draw the attention of Primor Authority and uh, nearby Whoa. spying. Tim. Yeah, just fucking just... Tim. This is toxic. You don't spy on the woman, the woman you're in a relationship with. Yeah, that was kind of nuts. At first, I'm like, did they go there together? You know, and then I'm like, wait, no. She said that she had to run. Like, she just went off on her own. Yeah, and, like, so he followed her again, which is just, like... Hey, and sure, sure, Bix isn't being completely honest, but I'm always going to side with Bix over Tim. There's no doubt. Fuck Tim. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's thinking that she's just cheating. I don't know. Are they, like, officially a thing, or are they just, like... I get the impression that they are. Like, she can't... Like, oh, I don't don't know. Because she's, like, what's up with the once-a-week thing? Yeah. What the you fuck? You only is that? go out once a week. Like, there's no way you're unless they just work so much that like they're like, we have to limit it to once a week or else like I don't know. I don't I don't see any other reason for that. Maybe I don't know, maybe Vix is just like she's just in it for the there's no love, maybe. I don't well, it did seem a sort of passionate whenever she went to his place a little bit. I don't know. It also felt a little bit like uh I'm stressed the fuck out. That's true. Yeah. She was like, yeah, like Ooh, long night. You yeah. know what I could use. <laughs> you know what's up, Tim? Hmm. You know what's up? You got the <laughs> Never mind. I'm gonna say you got the you got this the very uh adult like they don't show it, you know, but like there's a lot of adult themes in mm-hmm. the show that are like I guess, like, a kid wouldn't necessarily pick up on certain things. But, like, um, I don't know. I just, I've, I've really been, like, the drama already is just Yeah, it feels, feels, pretty, feels pretty advanced, you know. TV 14, if you will. But, uh, <laughs> you know, nothing, nothing really happens here. Uh, their familiarity with each other is uh, enough to drive them to report, you know, Cassian to Premore Authority. Tim's like, up, oh, well. I know exactly who the Canary Man is. I'm going to go ahead and snitch. Uh, yeah, I was uh, 
was very, very disappointed in Tim. Come on, Tim. Because this isn't a betrayal of just Cassian. This is a betrayal of Bix as well. You're fucking over Bix. Bix. Does he know that? Like, do you think that he's just reporting Cassian so that he gets, like, arrested so that he can't be with Bix anymore? And that's his sole, like, directive? I think that's a big part. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. So, like, he does not think that, like, he doesn't know that Cassian and Bix are, like, have this deal where they're meeting a person to sell a thing to get him. Like, he doesn't know any of that. Uh, yeah, but um, regardless, though, like, if your homie, like, if your girlfriend has a homie who's in legal trouble and you call the cops on said homie, you fucking up. And your your girl's going to be pissed fair. at you. That's Like, that, yeah. it doesn't matter if she's in some shady business. She, she's going to be like, what the fuck, Tim? Uh, fair. I love that this dude's just Tim. It reminds me of the fucking sheriff's deputy in uh in uh the Mandal or the Book of Boba Fett, the one who's teamed up with Cobb Vanth. He had just the most normal oh. fucking name. Oh, what was his name? Let's see. <laughs> it was like it was like Mark or some shit. Uh <laughs> but uh regardless, Tim's jealousy is uh gets the best of him here and later on Bix knocks on Tim's door and is like, hey, light's on. He's like, yeah. He's like, Jesus, dude, chill the fuck out. She's clearly here for a booty call. And, uh, you know, she... He was... I don't know. His whole... Like, it's kind of like Damon sort of thing, maybe. Where, where, you know, uh, his his mindset is just so in fucking up uh, Cassian that he just can't... He can't fuck. Like, he, he, can't he can't think fuck. about it, you know? It's like, I, I can't, I got so much on my mind right now, I just can't do this. But he was, sta- like, in the morning, too, just sitting, like, in the chair, just, like, waiting for her to wake up. Like, you think he was sitting there the whole time? Like, that's that's kind of creepy, man. We've been sitting there a while because uh, she goes, uh, I could really use some calf. And he's like, well, I was just about to put it on. No, I had not already. What the fuck's been going on, Tim? What the fuck is your problem, man? Uh, but yeah, despite being told not to move forward with the uh, the investigation of the guard's death, our boy the narc fucks a real carn, uh, pushes onward with tracking down Cassian, while uh, you know Chief Inspector is away on business, meeting mm-hmm. with the Imperial officers and. Once Tim's tip arrives, they get a pull. They pull up a little bit of a, a hologram of of Cassian's face, an old one. Um, it's it's pretty it's pretty just real real shitty shit here. I hate I hate that stuff. Yeah, I just can't stand this motherfucker. It's like it needs to happen for the story. And, like, I understand that, but oh, while I'm watching them, I'm just like, oh, my God. Why do God, I have to spend like... so much fucking time with this guy? And how about the absolute bootlicker who comes up and is like, uh, it's sir? The commissioner. It's the commissioner from Batman. Oh, shit, that is him. Yeah, like, he popped up, and it's the only thing I could see the whole time while I'm looking at him is, um, <laughs> get this guy out of here, Gordon. Get the bat. He's a freak. Get him out of here. This is my investigate. You know, it's like all I could all I could think about. While I'm <laughs> while I'm watching, but uh, yeah, no, <laughs> Nark, they both they, he, Nark Happy just has such Halloween. A, he just has such a punchable face, such like, a punchable face. 
I don't know who he recognizes or like I, he kind of reminds me of somebody. I don't know who. I don't know. Maybe I've. I don't know if I've seen this actor in something before. I don't think I have, but um, he just looks super familiar for some reason. Yeah, here. Um, let me take a look. See, Adam. Is this? Yeah, Alex Ferns. Happy fucking Halloween. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sergeant Costek. Must be your favorite liquor. Mm. The bootlicker, but yeah, he's uh he's just blowing narc here. He's like uh yeah, you know, I'm itching at the I'm chomping at the bit to be able to, you know, shoot a motherfucker. Um Oh he's and like, the, the We're the first line of defense, so the only way to sharpen your blade is to use it or the best way to sharpen your blade, blah blah blah. And I think all these planets are just you know, with all these different non white races are they're causing us a lot of trouble. We need to, we need to, you know, like we need to get a, get a handle on this. And it's like, I don't know. I love how Narc then says, I'll pass on your kind words to the chief inspector. Like you're very, very, very kind words, you know, to to say. Oh, such a polite Um, man. Um, But yeah, they go ahead and get a, get a squadron out there. They take board and uh, gets them all nice and hyped up for the mission. He's like uh, stumbling all over himself. You can tell nobody in the room respects him. Everyone hates this guy's guts. Uh, and I was like, thank God. I'm so glad he's not like worshipped except for this bootlicker over here. Mm-hmm. Um, we got bootlicker and narc leading the, leading the squad good. here. I'm glad we got nicknames for him. I'd rather yeah. not even remember their character name. Uh, and just solely remember know them as Narkin Bootlicker. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I loved at having him speak. Like the secondhand awkwardness that even I felt, like just watching it. I'm like, but I was like so happy that it was happening. I'm like, thank His God little fucking this guy like, uh, like sucks. The yeah. gulp in the middle of him talking when he was like, and I'm so excited for us to, uh, j- justice. Um, whatever the fuck yeah, he was, was talking about, bad, it was a bad was speech. Bad. You could tell he doesn't speak in front of crowds often, uh, or no. ten people. His his soldiers. It cuts uh, to like one of the soldiers, like kind of like looking down, like shaking his head, like yeah, like Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> this guy. Uh, God, yeah, I'm glad we got that little little part of the episode. Um, it was fucking glorious because fuck the narc but uh yeah they're ready to get on out there you know and uh we do again get another flashback here to another another childhood memory the same childhood memory just continued and it's made clear that uh cassian recognizes the gravity of his actions and how the consequences are going to lead him to leave behind more people than he cares about Mm. on uh here, the children make their way to the crash site. Got weapons at the ready. And as uh, the eldest girl ventures down to investigate the vessel, she pokes a couple bodies. Pokes a couple bodies. She's like, ah, yes, dead. Um, All right, let's go ahead and scavenge this shit. And then one of them goes ahead, gets up, shoots, shoots her in the back. And I was like, well, there goes Joseph's theory that this might be Bix. You think she's still? You think she's actually dead? Like I mean, dead, her dead? eyes were wide open. That is fair. Um, 
Yes. Yeah, I, I really just wanted to hold on and be like, oh, no, it's bit. But, like, right whenever she got shot, I was like, well, okay. Pretty that's, sure that's, that's not Bix. Yeah. No. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Um, um, I do think this is a this is a very formative moment for Cassian, though, because he realizes uh, it's his, it's probably his first rendezvous where he's witnessed a murder. Mm. You know, uh, and it's. I think I was right a little bit in saying that this might have been his first love. Like, you know, I think he was attracted oh. to her a little bit, and maybe that's oh, why. Oh, yeah, like, I think he had a, a deep, deep and, like, admiration and crush on this girl. Yeah, yeah like, uh, yeah. like he looked up die. to her. He was yeah, he his was fist. Pissed. He literally, yeah, he literally, like, clenched his fist. He's like, oh, no, I'm not, not having this. I don't know why no one took the gun off the officer after they saw what it could do in versus their, I mean, their kids, so... Uh, and they got his ass down though with yeah. the darts. <laughs> it man, what a way to go! Like yeah, that shit hurt. Yeah, that um, man kept taking darts. Just and what the fuck, dude? I'm sorry, you're just waking up and shooting a kid. Well, they are Empire, right? Right. Like, are they? Yeah, they are. But like, what was she doing? I guess he was unconscious. He knew he went down in a shipwreck. You know, I put yourself in his shoes. I guess you see a well. No, it's a kid with a kid stick. with a stick, bro. Yeah, fair. And he didn't. Yeah, he did not think about it whatsoever. He stood up. He instantly grabbed his gun. Yeah, yeah, and shot her in the back. In the back too. Not even face. Yeah, him. yeah. So yeah, no. I, I don't. I'm not even gonna try to defend that guy anymore. So no. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a fuck boy. He ain't got no powers. But, but man, uh, they were very yellow. Like, their skin was yellow. Like, what was the gas coming out of the ship? Is that, like, the toxic stuff that's that's on the planet? Because, or, like, just something else from, like, the shipwreck? Because, like, they were wearing gas masks, presumably because, like, the whole planet's toxic or certain parts of it. But, mm-hmm. like, they... I guess what's confusing to me is that it seemed like it doesn't seem that they were taking off and then got shot down. Like it seems that they were like they crash landed. Yeah. So like they didn't really come from this planet or maybe it was somewhere else on the, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out is like, where did this ship come from? What is that like yellow gas kind of seeping out? Why are they wearing these gas? Yeah. masks? You know? Um, and were there only two people on this ship? At least two that got out. True. You know, I guess a lot more could have died. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah. So I'm just a lot of questions there. Maybe maybe we'll get a few more answers in the coming in the coming episode with some more flashbacks. But uh, yeah, that shit. Uh, not looking hot. Not looking hot for our boy. Uh, our boy Casa. And uh, but as a new day dawns on Ferrix, we see uh, our first appearance from Luthen. Played by Stellan Skarsgård, uh, he's uh, he's the buyer. So my little uh, my gut feeling last episode ended up being uh, ended up being the right one. I just didn't think he would he would do this. Um, it's very calculated. It seems very safe. You know, he's like calculating right. where to land. Where's how long's the walk this time? Right. Sort of, you know, like nowhere close, sir. Yeah, uh, which is which is 
don't know. The, the, he's seeming very cool. I do. Um, I do like Luthen. I'm. I'm ready for. And he seemed. He it. Bix's buyer is the tide of the rebellion. That was uh yeah. So I'm very very happy with that. He is buying stuff for the rebellion, and uh, his arrival again causes problems for Bix uh, because uh, she wakes up in the morning with Tim just staring fucking bullets at her, and uh, she's like, "Oh, I could use some calf," and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got you," uh, and she's like, "Oh, I gotta go." Got to get ready. Can you open the yard for me? Yeah, what's up? Uh, errands. Uh, ah, you know. Ah, you know. She's just yeah, a couple she, of errands. I guess, like, she could try to lie a little bit, you know? Like, I guess, I don't know. Like, she could just be like, oh, I just got to go. I don't know. Like, she's making herself seem suspicious, you know? Right. Like, not to, Tim is still... A, a cock and I, I hate I hate him but like she, Bix could try a little harder I, yeah, I, I got a couple errands to run yeah like I don't know I'd uh maybe specify it's like the third time you said that to him it's either yeah. the second or the third time and it's kind of like alright well I don't know but, oh and I like that they both have this they both had this line where at at the night before when she's like, uh, "Oh, will you close up shop for me. I got a, I got a couple. I got something to do." Um, and she, he, when he walks in, he goes, "Everything okay?" And she goes, "Just tired." And then here she asks him, "Is everything okay?" And he goes, I'm "Just tired." Mm. And you're like, "Oh, Tim's pressed." Yeah, he's not happy. Couldn't sleep. No. He couldn't sleep the whole night, and now, now he's like, "Eh." Yeah, now I'm now I'm tired. You know, now yeah. that you ask me if everything's okay, I guess he would be didn't get any sleep. But yeah, I don't know, Tim. I'm really, I really hope Narc dies. Uh, like <laughs> I, I can't wait to see him die. But like, I don't know if I really want Tim to die. Yeah, just, you, you like, know that's extreme. You know, I think Tim needs a wake up call. I think I, think I uh, just need Bix to go off on him and be like, uh, I was only with you strictly for pleasure. Uh, see you later. Like I'm, I'm going off to to Cassie. I'm going with Cassie or something. Like, you know, like... Tim has any sex appeal? <laughs> uh, I guess he's not like he's not hot, but he's just he's not ugly. He's a normal um, looking guy. Yeah, that's my thing though. Is that Bix is hot? Yeah, Bix is an attractive woman. Uh, and Tim's yeah, like, a very—I mean, like, there's a certain comfort in in normalcy. I like he. I mean, given the people we have seen on Ferrix, maybe Tim is maybe Tim is a great option. You know, uh, hmm. we, we Z, maybe maybe Zan's little partner in the uh, in the booth wasn't enough for Bix. Maybe they they hooked up in the past. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, she's got to she's got to go meet him and uh, got to go meet Luthen. But Kathy, uh, Kathian, uh, Cassian uh, attempts to uh, get passage out of uh, out of the planet to where he's uh, going to be meeting up with Luthen, and he realizes that uh, everything's on high alert, looking for this Canari guy because Zan's right right over there. He's like. Canari, this guy's never heard of Canari either, and good for Cassian on his feet, going like a whoa, whoa what's that? <laughs> what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're just saying. I've uh, never heard of that place. Canari, I, haven't I haven't even heard that, that word before. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. 
Dude. What were the what was what? that? I think I maybe missed a little detail. Like at the very end of that scene, the guy like tells the alien, like, will you stop worrying about it? And then he kind of like thinks about something before it cuts away from him. Um I think it was probably just to I, I I didn't I didn't get that from that scene. I didn't get that from that scene. I just thought Zan and his little his little friend there is all they just like to talk shit back and forth. Um Yeah. Yeah I don't I don't know. He says something and then he Will you let it go? And then he walks away. Ah, never mind. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking too deep into it. His face didn't really. I also, I also love that. this part where Zan's like, uh, "Yeah, that'll be nine hundred. And he's like, "Dude, I have five hundred. He's like, "Ooh, you wanted discretion and immediacy. That's an expensive combo, my friend. And uh, I mean, it is. It is an expensive combo. And he goes, "My floor is seven. And he's like, "All right, fine. I can do seven. I'll figure that shit out." Um. <laughs> I was like, love that. This dude just dropped 200 credits because he's an idiot. I can just tell Zan is so dumb. I love it. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, I don't know. He's he. I love the way that Cassian can just talk, like his bargaining. You know, he's just very Han in that way. You know, like, uh, it's just cool to see, like, I don't know, just the side of Star Wars where it's not like Jedi mind trick to get my way or, you know, something. It's just like... It's like... <laughs> What's that? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, this second episode comes to a close as Luthen gets to gets to ride the train and gets talked to by that one guy who likes to talk a little bit too much. And uh, this man looks like he's about to like room up with Paddington or some shit. Like he, uh, hey, he I mean, this he is was, my second favorite club shitto. Was going on and just telling like his whole life story, like and just it just. It just seemed like a wise guy that just had to get everything off his chest, you know? Hey, like, man, you know, I like this guy. You know, I, I see my thing is that he makes like a specific point to say, you never know who you're talking to these days. So I'm a little sus of him. I'm a little sus of him. But I mean, like, I don't want to be. I just I just don't have a trust. I don't have a trusting heart for the Empire. And therein, I can't. uh and he's he came to talk directly to the guy who we're pretty sure has rebellion ties. I don't know. Odd duck. Um And he didn't really read the room, you know, like he like this like he Luthen did not want to talk whatsoever. Like no. he's like he's looking out the window, he's not responding to like anything. He gives him a little look and a chuckle every now and then, whatever, but he's like he does not care. And this dude just keep going. He has a little earpiece in, you know? I don't know. Like, the old dude? I don't know. I, I don't think that this was just a scene thrown in randomly at the end of the episode just to show that he's, like, arriving, you know? Like, I, I don't right, know. Like, right. I feel like there's something more to it. And they gave this guy a look, like the old guy a look that, I don't know. Well, they also kind of build. Uh, they also kind of build this legend around Ferrix, where he's like, "Well, you know what they say: if you can't find it here, you won't find it anywhere." Um, and it's like, "Oh, so this is like a it's what this planet's known for is having shit." Like, what? What? I guess what's going on. Yeah, maybe that's I, uh, just like what the whole planet does. I like. 
what are the, I don't know. Yeah, I guess maybe that's just what everyone's job is. Because, like, the, whenever it showed the whole planet, like, I mean, it was just dense. Like, just packed full of everything. So I guess, like, maybe it's just this one dude, he hasn't been around the galaxy a whole lot. And it's just like, this is the place where, where it's not super far away from where he goes that's where you get everything or something but it is interesting like whether that's a line more literal or something like a metaphor to something right uh, right but yeah i think you're correct in being suspicious of this dude uh he's got something going on i'm just not one to trust people who want to talk on public transportation like, bro, I don't, I don't, I know you're trying to be friendly, maybe, maybe you're just from a different time and you, you, you expect me to be able to talk to you on this train, but I'm not cut out for that. I'm ready to put my AirPods in and just tune the fuck out, uh, for mm. a little bit. So, uh, leave me alone, yeah. sir. Respectfully. Yeah, but, uh, after this episode, my favorite character was definitely, uh, Marva. Marva Andor, mm-hmm. I gotta say. She uh she kind of rocked. Loved that character. Um How about you? Where 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 are you sitting? Yeah, I was the same. I was either I guess like um I could go Luthen, just so we have some variation here, and like it's a it's a his introduction. Um he didn't really do much, you know, though, is the thing. Uh like hey, we you're had throwing, like an act You're throwing Marva love. I'll go ahead and I'll I'll go ahead and switch mine up. I want the bell ringer. Mm. I like that guy. His little hammers. <laughs> That's honestly, when we look back after like episode 12, when we look back at all of our favorite characters. It'll just be super funny to be like the bell ringer. Like he probably won't show up. I don't know. Maybe he'll show up again. And it's just like a little dong dong and then move on, whatever. But like dong, dong. Uh, this could be the only time he shows up, you know? Right. Um, uh, but it was cool. Yeah, he was he was cool. I, I dig him. Performance wise, though, hmm, is it still just Cassian? You know, I uh, I, I I'm tempted to go elsewhere. He didn't. I don't feel like he got a lot of room in this episode to play. I think he. Uh, I think I might. Interesting. I don't really know. Maybe I do just go Fiona Shaw as Marva. I thought she was, uh, I thought she killed that shit. Um, that's definitely, I, I feel like the best scene of the, of the episode was their conversation, Cassian and Marva, like the, them going back and forth, like, who did you tell, blah, 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 like, who, who have you told, you know, like that, that whole scene was, is probably, yeah, and the chaos they chaos. build during that shit where, he, like he's trying to ask B something, and she's trying to be like no focus, and then he has to turn back and be like, "Wait, okay, for a fucking second. I'd say that's that's probably my favorite scene. What what is the the actress's name that plays her? That plays uh, her Fiona name? Shaw. Fiona Shaw. Yo, there we go. Um, as Marva Andor. I'll just assume her last name's Andor. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I feel like, yeah, I mean, I'd probably probably go the same for because I can't really think of anyone else that had like a anywhere where they needed to reach 
to perform really well or any. I mean, yeah, I mean, like the closest one is Diego Luna as as Cassian, I would say, because he, he has a few he has a few good scenes in this. But uh, I think he I think he made a he just had a lot more screen time in the first one. You know, like yeah. I feel like they spread the story around a lot more in this week um, or this week, this episode. Um, Fuck it. Since we're both given Fiona Shaw the performance thing, I'm going to change my character to uh, to Luthen. I think I'll, I will give him the – because his introduction right, cool. was really cool. Um, I, yeah. And I, they built built him up. Like he's – I don't know. He's seeming pretty cool. His he seems ship was cool. cool. He seems cool. His ship was cool. Yeah. His droid – or whether that was his droid or like his ship. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't was tell just you. really cool. Um. And I don't know. I think he's going to be pretty cool. So I'll give him the, the character nod. Um, but my scene, I, I think I will go with the their Mar or yeah Marva, Marva? And, and Cassian's conversation. Got you. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with B and Cassian on the ship whenever he's like, uh, he's like, no, don't go away, like. I think that's a bad idea. You shouldn't leave. And uh, he's oh, like, need you. Remember they're talking about like the comms and like, yeah, why do I yeah. need to? Okay. That was pretty cute. Like, yeah, I oh, love that. Go. Scene. It is not a good idea. This is, yeah. you need to stay. Oh yeah. yeah. He's like, you um, need to go back to Marva. She'll start, lo- she'll start worrying. And uh, I just loved that shit. That was so cute. Uh, and like, I just felt so bad for like, there's this air of sadness to be that I don't understand I why. Like I, every time I listen to him, I'm like, my heart's breaking a little. I think it's the stutter mixed with like he has to charge up. Like we we don't really see droids charge up a whole lot. Like yeah, I don't like know, he feels an, broken he's a down. Droid. He's like yeah, he's broken down. He has a lot of stuff like kind of messing up about him. Um, he's just kind of like a scrap droid, is what it feels like. And it's like, mm. oh man, but he, he's so nice, you know. Like he's such um, a sweetheart. He, you know who he reminds me of. Brooks in the Shawshank Redemption. Is that the the old guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the the bird dude, the Targaryen. Yeah, the Targaryen? bird dude. No, is he getting? No, I, I don't know why I thought he was in Game of Thrones for a second. Um, he has that vibe to him though. I can see. Yeah, it. I know he kind of just looks like an old Targaryen that would be in Game of Thrones, like a yeah, like just, just a- like Maester Aemon. Like, yeah, yeah, that's who he reminded me of. Um. But, hey, hmm, I was there's gonna... another character that that I can kind of compare B to, Maester Aemon. Kind of, kind of got the same vibe. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel. I hope uh, he gets his moment to shine. I don't know what he'll do, but like, I just want I want him to have a moment where maybe he gets an upgrade, like a super upgrade, and he doesn't stutter anymore. No, I don't think I want him to stop stuttering. No, I think I want him to keep stuttering. For the entire time, I like it. It's like it's just cute, right? I, right. Like, would an upgrade that fixes his stuttering be like, ah, yes, now he can finally just talk normal, or like, would it be kind of like, oh, now he, now he kind of like, he doesn't have his quirk anymore. I don't know how to feel about that, but I don't know. I feel, I want him to have a moment in the show, and I, I I don't know. I hope I hope Cassian comes back to him, and they, like, is he going with him? No, I, I get the impression that here, right? I think yeah. we will be going back to Marva. Mm. That it gives like I think we will be back to Marva, which means we're not done with B. You know, I love me some B. Um, I need B in my life, so I think uh, I think 
we got some more in store for B and Marva. But uh, you ready to throw a rating at this bad boy? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so I'm a little bit less on this episode than I was the first in pretty much every category. Um, maybe not so much the genre. I think this was a this was a fairly great Star Wars episode. You know, uh, it had all the elements that I'm looking for. Um, I'm trying to think of where I am for enjoyment. Like to. In the meantime, I'll go ahead and lay the lay it out mm. for the folks. Uh, if you're here for the first time with us, ridiculous. Go listen to episode one so you can kind of get a kind of get a feel for what we're doing here. But I will explain the rating system as I do every time. Uh, so we've got three separate ratings, and we take the average of those ratings to find our overall rating for the episode. The first of which is enjoyment, completely subjective, just how much the episode connects with us, uh, be it in a good way, bad way, whatever. Up to you, subjective, one through ten. Uh, we got the genre rating, and this is Star Wars. Star Wars is kind of a league of its own, but I said that we were going to kind of try to limit it to the spy thriller type of type shit. And I feel like this one ramps it up in this episode. Um, mm. And then and in the third category, we've got a uh, critical rating, which is just completely objective. The inverse of our enjoyment rating where. It's all things considered writing, direction, filmmaking, acting, score, all of that. And let me tell you. The score, as Cassian walks off stage here at the end, was emphatic. Mm. I was I've, feeling that shit. Yeah, I have been noticing the score a lot more. Uh, like in, I don't know, man. I think like I've just recently watched a lot of things with very good scores. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I did. I did notice it here too. Um, which I usually, I don't know. I usually don't. Um, it was really different than a lot of Star Wars stuff too. The way that the the song that was playing when he was walking off, and it just it still felt it still felt in keeping. It didn't feel out of place. It felt right, and it was still. Uh, I love when they can shake up the shit that I perceive as Star Wars. You know, um, really makes me happy. So I did really really like that shit this week. So enjoyment wise, we gave Episode One a ten. You know, brand new Star Wars premiere. Hype was high. It met the hype. Uh, but I do think I, I might I might have come down a little bit on this episode, um, but not by a lot. Uh, I'm still in the I'm still in the eight to nine range. I think like I'm not uh, not ten out of ten. You know, there are episodes of television that I've undoubtedly enjoyed more, and uh, you know, in saying that, I think I am falling more towards an eight than I am a nine. That's, um, yeah, that's that's where I was. I was. I was around like seven and a half, eight, but then seven and a half kind of felt a little low. And I'm like, no, this, it was cool. Like there, this, I think if, uh, you combine these two episodes, like it's a a 10 and like we gave an eight for the, the critical rating before, but like, I think it jumps up higher than that. If you can let me tell you, I was watching, I was watching this shit. And whenever Tim's like sitting at home alone and Bix comes and knocks on the door, I was like, if for some reason, it was during that scene that I went, fuck, man, if this was connected to the first episode, it would have felt like an hour-long HBO-type drama. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it would have just felt right. And because uh, I was like, this is like an actual dramatic storyline that, I mean, they've made it Star Wars because he's about to go, ra- he ratted to the Empire and shit. Like, mm. But regardless, it's just like, ah, I can't help but feel like they should have combined the episodes. Yeah, you know, it, on the surface level, we're like, oh, we're getting twelve episodes here, 
you know, as to, as to compare what we're used to as like six episodes, one hour each or 40 minutes each, even at that. If that, but like now it's, it's kind of almost the same. Like it's like like six hour long episodes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess maybe like, I'm curious on how the rest of the season will go as if like, they will become more complete as it goes on, or if it's just going to stay this pace kind of the whole time. Um, That's kind of more what I'm expecting. I think, uh, I think star Wars television, like the only example of it that has truly been extremely episodic is the Mandalorian. Um, Yeah. I mean, there are very singular journeys in the Mandalorian. One episode, we do this by the end of it, it's wrapped up. Um, when it came to Clone Wars, it was always like three episode arcs where the first episode is definitely the first part. Second episode is definitely the second part. Third is definitely the last part, you know, uh, book of Boba Fett even, I think had, had some arcs Kenobi. I love Kenobi, but it did feel like one really long movie. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah this... So I think it will be more in keeping with typical star Wars television where it, it won't feel quite as episodically, fulfilling as say a house of the dragon or a west world was when we when we were watching that but uh it'll still it's star wars baby like what i'm not what i'm gonna do you know yeah, what i'm, I'm not, saying i'm not i'm not complaining nor am i expecting it to be like a house of the dragon show you know like, no i'm not they're either. spending tens of millions of dollars per episode or like or around 10 like that's it's just insane like this i guess i don't know what I guess I haven't really looked at the budget of, of Andor. I, I, am I wrong in saying that I've heard it was, like, actually higher than what people thought? Like, uh, or maybe I'm confu- getting that mixed up with, like, Lord of the Rings or... Well, House of the Dragon has a budget of, like, $20 million per, which uh, is... Or just shy of $20 million per, mm-hmm. which is nuts. Interesting. Okay, that that's what I, I saw. It was, uh... It was people on Twitter saying that why does Andor look like it has five times the budget that Obi-Wan did? Like, yeah. why is this show looking so much better than Obi-Wan did? Um, which, I think, I mean... It, it, it looks much grander, yeah. It like, it, uh, it's a different kind of storytelling visually, I think. Like, uh, like I said on the last episode, Kenobi felt much more personal. This feels much more grand, galaxy-wide implication. Um, like I mean, like the visuals we get of the planets, like familiarizing ourselves with it. Like I, I think back to when we were at like Fortress Inquisitorius back in Obi Wan Kenobi, and it's like, oh, why couldn't we have made it look grand and epic? You know, uh, I guess they were really just banking on like the characters in that show carrying it. They didn't need it to be that way, but like here, there's one movie. That you have of these characters, not an entire saga, almost, you mm. know. So, right. I, I guess, uh, it is a, it has to be written better. And I'm glad that we have some some good writers on the show. I am um, too. Tony Gilroy been killing this shit. This was directed by the same guy as as the last one as well, uh, Toby Haynes. Um, mm-hmm. so these first three will all be written by Tony Gilroy, directed by Toby Haynes. So that's. That's kind of the thematic tie for the first three, at least uh, filmmaking-wise. Very satisfying. and But yeah, so we came to an 8 for the enjoyment rating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's that's about right. Um, I think so, too. 
as far as genre, I think it kind of did a little better than the last episode as far as like getting the 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 thriller. He's on the, the run. He's yeah, get this going. Is... People are ratting. It's it feels feels much more spy thrillery. I would go nine five. You know, like I think we will get better. But, Not uh, quite perfect, but it's yeah. it how really what could they have done better? I think it's like we just haven't gotten into the thick of it. Like yeah, exactly. We're we're still getting in the setup. He hasn't process. snuck onto an imperial base and been a spy yet. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, I think it, it did do better than last episode, uh, but just not quite perfect. We've got this this mysterious buyer flying in. Like, I think it's 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 a good it's a good one on that spy thriller side of things. But uh, what's that leave us with? Critical. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a vacuum, this one's interesting. In a vacuum, uh, this one is a little for me, uh, probably a little less than the first one. Not by again, not by a lot. Um. Because the ending is emphatic. I love the ending. Uh, it's like, boom, here we are. What's up, bitch? It's time. Um, I mean, the ending was like, all right, here is Narkin Bootlicker. Here's uh, the buyer. Here's Cassian. And yeah. they're all coming to the together. Same place. You know? yeah. It's like, okay, I'm fucking. Like, whenever I had to stop, like, I couldn't watch episode three, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, damn! Right. I really like. I was. I wanted to hit that next episode button so bad, but I'm like, no, I cannot. No, I cannot. No. But, and I appreciate uh, that, my friend. But I think, uh, it, like seven five, maybe a seven flat. I don't know. Um, no, I wouldn't maybe. go too much further below. Uh, I, I mean, not too much further below the first episode because there were still some. It was still very pretty visually, you know, and it was. It was almost every bit as good story wise. I just don't think we got a lot of start like. Where the first episode felt almost complete, like it was like, oh, we're just shy of it. This episode feels like we're like I long for the first half of the episode, which would have been episode one, you know, like uh, so. I think I think a, a half point punishment there would be fair. I mean, maybe maybe we go a little more critical with it. Maybe we do just go seven, you know, seven's still damn good, still damn good. Yeah, it is. And, like, it, it is supposed to be thought of by this episode by itself uh, completely. And I think, like, I'm kind of thinking of this episode as combining it with the first two. Yeah. Um, but if I do just take this one on its own, like, I guess, like, you know, we didn't really get the performance of, of Cassian that we got in the first episode, really. Um, didn't really have to reach as far like performance wise. I don't think it was was up to that standard, but like, I think seven or maybe, no, I think like, yeah, in, anywhere between seven and seven five. I feel like is what what I. Then I say with. we just go. I think we just go seven. I think I think we we cap it off there. Um, eighty two percent on the rotten to murder. I think on IMDb. I mean, it only has seven hundred fifty reviews in. Oh, I got a seven point seven. Um. So, I mean, yeah. let's see. The first episode got um, a seven-seven as well, and the third episode is 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 ranked higher. I know that. Yeah, eight-eight for the next mm, episode. All right, I love that. Love that. But yeah, we gave the first episode a ninety percent. 
gave the second episode an 82%, and it's time for episode number three. You fucking ready for that? Oh, man. Yeah, I've been, been itching to get to that episode, so. Let's get it. Uh, but I'll leave you all with this. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash Bloom. I said all I needed to say in the, at the end of the first episode. Go listen to the reasons there. Um, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Uh, leave us a five star rate and review. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember peace, love, and bloom. And go check out Andor After Party, episode three. <laughs>